that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. Hey guys, welcome back to Killer Thoughts Podcast here in Super Ramirez with my boy Alejandro. What's up, man? How you been? Been good, man. Just chilling. You already know. Today we have a finally we have a guest on the pod after so long. Uh, and I'm gonna let him introduce himself to the podcast. A, a fellow podcaster from San Jose, Bay Area, Roots, trying to support each other. So yes, introduce sir. yourself to the podcast. Yes, this is uh, Isaac, um, host of the PMO podcast. Yeah. And it's a pleasure to be here with you guys, man. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you, man. I feel yeah, like yeah. this was going to happen. Like, For sure. Eventually, For sure. It was going to happen mm-hmm. eventually. Uh, either it was either after the freaking quarantine or, you know, right now it's kind of waking out of it. We couldn't wait for the, yeah, yeah, for the quarantine, man. Yeah, right for real, though. Just the p- biggest question is, like, let me just, I think what me and Alejandro want to know is, like, what got you into podcasting? Um, well, what was the first thought you Jeez, got? man. Yeah, what I were you can't... thinking? Like, fuck, man, I'm going to do this. I was probably out of high school and uh i came i was on like diving into youtube and i came across the breakfast club and, <laughs> oh there we go and yeah. fucking man i fell in love with the whole structure of the show just like interviewing people and like you know it's like it's it's just crazy to like you know hear somebody's music like because it, it's it's uh, primarily like mm-hmm. artists that they're interviewing yeah. so like i would be like soldier boys dope like Dude, look at him in the music videos, and then you fucking like hear him tell his story on the, on their show, and you're just like, oh shit, like he's he's a person, like you know? yeah, he's an actual dude. He's got a story. He's yeah. actually interesting to hear. You're like, yeah, oh, fuck. definitely. And like, I just always been like, fascinated with people's stories, and you know, I know everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, um, and uh, I just I told myself I was like, fuck, I'm trying to, you know, do what Charlemagne's doing. Oh, there we go. Just like, yeah, you know, just wanted to pick up a mic and. Get it going, but I think it took a long time. Um, so to just get straight into it, like how I got connected with Angel, I got I had met Ruby through a, a job that we worked at. Shout out to Ruby. He shout out Ruby, and um, I had told her like this was back in 2016. I told her, uh, "Hey, I have this idea to be like a podcaster," and she's like, "You could fucking do it, do it." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, maybe I should do it." <laughs> like, like yeah, I just like needed a little. It. I just needed a push. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. Something was just really like holding me. I really yeah. didn't have like. Do you feel the, like you needed support? Like once you had someone that was in your I corner, needed, you're I like, think I just need. I didn't realize how like in reach it was. You know what I mean? Like because when you when you don't like take step by step, you kind of like look at things and it seems it's overwhelming, right? Overwhelming. Yeah. You know, like you you're like fuck. I want to do what Charlemagne's doing, but fuck, he's speaking to hundreds of thousands, millions of people. But that's yeah. the thing. It took him from being an assistant. On the Chelsea show, yeah, <laughs> to to where he is now, like, yeah, you got to grind. You got to grind, yeah. and, and but like you know, I'm 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 I could definitely say like I'm the type to bite more than I could chew at times. So back then, I was like, all right, I, I just got to do it. I got to do it, but I didn't get anywhere because I wasn't really like mm-hmm. taking a step back and saying, okay, if I want to do that, I got to get this and so taking the, gotta, the the small steps first yeah you're trying was, to take too many big steps i was just was like, like i gotta get to where he's at 
and it doesn't work like that. It's it's impossible. Yeah, two weeks later, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> three years later, I was uh, Ruby called me, and she oh well, backtrack a little bit. Um, yeah, she had told me at the job like, yeah, you can do it. And so another couple years go by, 2019, she calls me. She's like, hey, have you done it yet? I'm like, fuck no, I haven't done it. That's <laughs> <She> remember. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, well, because we, done your right, yeah, yet? out of the blue. She's now. like, Isaac, what the fuck? Because we always kept in contact, like, you know, like I had told it, I had always been like pushing it, the idea. Yeah. And then, um, she, uh, she had gotten on your podcast, the Killer Thoughts podcast, and I was like, dude, ask him what module I need or like what equipment I need to fucking get this going because I'm I'm tired of waiting. I remember that. When that conversation happened, I brought it up to Alejandro and to Jewel at the time. I was like, hey, uh, somebody reached out. First of all, for us, for us, we love when that happens because it means that, you know, people appreciate our input. Like, and we like that. Um, but then I was like, that's cool, man. He's trying to do his own podcast. That's dope. You know what I mean? Like, let's see let's see where this goes. Uh, and then the only thing I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to put you on blast in the pod. is like, you didn't want to tell me your topic. Yeah. When I asked you, hey, what is it? You're like. I don't want to talk about it. For sure. I'm like, then how? It, 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 it almost felt like you came to our town and you started trying to buy supplies and we asked like, what's up with you? And you're like, don't worry about it. Definitely. You know, like you had that cloak like, hey, on and we're like, well, okay, maybe. Bro, how you want me to help you if I don't know what you're going to talk about? But, but then I, yeah. I, re- I understood right now. Like, okay, I get it. He thinks I'm going to steal his idea. It's fine. No, no, no. You want to know the truth? You honestly want to know the truth? It's not copyrighted. You know what? No, it's crazy. Because I definitely, I man, of course, of course, I can't forget like telling you that. But you want to know the real truth on why I didn't say? Yeah. Because I didn't have an idea. Ah, that is honest. I was like, I was like, I want to start a podcast. Who the fuck am I going to interview? My friends? You know, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I just wanted to. I just want, yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, it asked me like, oh, what's it going to be about? And I was kind of like. I don't really know. So, I mean, I was like, you know what? Let me just tell him. I don't have, I don't want to say yet because I don't want to just put it out there. And you, then like, you don't want to throw yourself I under wanna, the bus early. I was like, let me fucking throw myself out in there and see <clears throat> what comes about. Whatever the fuck it, it is, you know? So like my friend was a DJ. Um, shout out uh, Cardo. Shout out DJ Cardo. First, Cardo. Inter- there we first go. interview. Yeah, that's out on YouTube. I have a couple other ones, um, and uh, and also DJ J Vinyl for sure. But um, uh, Cardo Ricky, his interview is actually my first one that I put up on YouTube. Okay. And man, it was just so, it was just so like you know, it was smooth. Like yeah, you guys were just vibing, just we chilling. were just vibing. You know, his energy definitely matched my energy, and we were already good friends um, prior because we actually had worked with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just, you know, it was smooth. After that point, I was like, okay, I kind of see what direction I want to go in now. I yeah. could see myself. Uh, well, I mean, the Player Moves podcast is definitely looking. I want to hear stories of people that, you know, is that like, want to elevate and really, like, do what it is that they want to do. So in other words, like somebody who's actually doing it, not just procrastinating about it. Is that what it is? Well, not like necessarily, say, but say. like I think I think what it is is like you know when you're when you're doing what you want to do it it shows it, it you it, the way you carry yourself the way you do things you know people see it on your social media like you're doing it yeah. you know what I mean so I think that's that's definitely what I'm I'm going towards um, but and that's what Ricky was doing you know he's he's a part of the real ignorant um, DJ uh, collective and like they they were downtown before the whole quarantine they mm-hmm. would yeah. be downtown at Aura. Um, 
doing their gigs and you know it's it's amazing to see like you know just people in their element we had get had guests that they've never been in front of a mic before but then you you know it takes like what 10 minutes for them to feel comfortable they, used to get, they right? got the little shakes yeah you know shakes, yeah the, they're yeah. only answering one or two words you know and it's kind of just like no like come on we just chilling but yeah they can perform live in front of people but yeah when you put a mic in front of them it's like a different story it's like a different element yeah like but yeah you know this could be edited you know what I mean? Which I try to stay away from. <laughs> With Ruby's uh, first interview that I posted on SoundCloud, I was so fucking high. Like she wanted to, <laughs> she wanted, she wanted to smoke. So like I would literally be asking her questions and just lose my train of thought every like couple minutes. So I'd be asking her something, and I'd be like, "Fuck, what was I gonna say?" So I edited, I edited that interview, but I was so pissed at how it came out because I just felt like my whole. So you were mad at yourself. I was, I was just upset because. The whole point of my podcast is just showcasing whatever the person that I'm interviewing has going on. And I want them to look the best. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I just want them to shine in their element. Yeah, you want to give them a spotlight. I want to give them a spotlight. And I didn't feel like I gave Ruby that the first time. So um, I edited it. I edited it. But uh, yeah, I, um, after that, that first episode, I, I was like never going to edit another episode again. So mm-hmm. I mean, if that means not getting high, which I'm not opposed to. But like, oh, um, so you go back and you listen to that podcast, and you're like, "Fuck!" I that was first one, to like, that first one was my first time ever behind the mic, yeah. like doing an interview, on top of getting high. And you were hella baked, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, hella baked for it. I was just like, I was, I'd be like, "Ruby, so oh, fuck." What was I gonna say? Dude, you know, I, I feel mad. I told these guys, like, I've been smoking for quite a bit. Yeah. I think I've taken care of a lot of my major life achievements while stoned. <laughs> Like I remember, I've interviewed. How it be, man? It's yeah, how it be. Down to say that. How it be sometimes? I've interviewed yeah. for probably all my jobs stoned. Uh-huh. You know, I've I passed Hell my yeah. driver's test stoned. Like you know, what what else could you think of? You know, like everything you know involves some kind of marijuana. At you want to hear a funny high story? Yeah, man, always. One, one time I was uh, it was four twenty. This was probably like five years ago. Oh, here we go. And uh, I was hitting a corner in Melpitas. Um, on my way to my girl's house and the fucking five, the cop seen me like hit the corner and, and he kind of came in a rush. So I looked at my speedometer. I was like, Oh shit, I'm doing 45 into 35. And so sure enough, the light goes off and, uh, he pulls me over, asked for my ID and my eyes. And mind you, I just fucking came back from my friends, like hell, hella high. My face yeah. is all droopy. And, uh, he's like, can I see your ID? I give him a card. And he goes, uh, sir, this is your debit card. And I was like, ooh. So I go back, get the ID. He's like, so you enjoying 420? I was like, yeah, it's been all right. And he goes, where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm, up, I'm about to get to where I'm getting to, up the street. And he's like, all right, man, just drive safe. Damn. Let oh, me damn go. nice. Let me go. Which, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I've had pretty pretty good luck. Fuck. Dude, yeah. I got stopped over, but I got stopped by a lady cop one time, and I swear she was flirting with me. Like, I swear to God, and she's like, she came up this and she started getting all giggly same. and she's just like, oh, hey, like, oh, I'm sorry, but do you have your driver's license? So they get you, and she's just like, oh, no, she's just like, I wouldn't pull somebody over like you, but like, you know, you were doing this. And I was just like, oh, no, it's good. Like, you know, how long you been on the force for? And she's just like, oh, not that long. You know, just like all giggly and stuff, like freaking not really filling out her paperwork, you know. And at some point she's just like, oh, I'm writing you a ticket, huh? Like, hold on. I'm like, bitch. I'm just kidding. Let me get you a, let me get you a brew. What's, what's on your shift over? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, how about you let your hair down, girl? Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, 
<laughs> yeah, like, it's like standard. They gotta put their hair on a on a, on a bun. Like the, the tight yeah, bun, the dude. Tight bun. That's like a standard. Oh, that's thing. standard uniform for them. Yeah. Standard, oh standard, yeah, because I don't issue. think I've ever seen a cop, a lady, a woman. Could you, you imagine that getting pulled over and her locks are just like fucking <laughs> hanging down, just like? Can I see your registration? <laughs> you know. Definitely. Okay, change gears real quick because I have the question that's been burning in me. What's from up? the beginning since you told me you worked at GameStop? Yeah, man. What's up? Here you go. How did you feel offering motherfuckers 25 cents for Xbox 360 games or whatever game, $50 game that they paid for? So, so what's funny is <laughs> Or like, whatever the fuck you guys had to offer. So, my tell you what, I come from a long line of people that would, that would, that would sell Nobody things, right? That, by the way. that would sell things. My family's oh, had, had shops, out. right? We've yeah. had flea markets, right? The thing you notice about people is they put more value into what something's actually worth. So let's say you, we're not even talking games anymore, right? Okay. Let's say I have freaking 25 boxes of Cheez-Its in my back room, right? Okay. Cheez-Its don't sell. They don't sell at all. I've had them for like five, six months, right? Okay. They're about to go stale, right? They probably have already gone stale. But then there's somebody's coming up to me and they're trying to sell me more Cheez-Its. So then I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't want any more Cheez-Its. I have fucking a back room. That's it's all this space. <laughs> and if I throw it away, I'm losing money, right? At that point. And then, and then, and then you know what I do? Uh. I still buy it from you. <laughs> You know, and I take it and then it goes into the back room and it never sells and never sells. So I'm actually giving away money for no investment back. So the real thing is when I ask people, it's just like, how much is this game worth to you? And they're like, well, I paid $60 for it. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. You paid $60 for a shitty game, but that's not my problem. Because at that or point. Or my thing is just like, how, just like, you want like five more of them? Like, if you sense, want, like, I have 20 of them. Why do I need yours? <laughs> which makes sense. Why do way. I need yours? But at, but at 16 25 years old. Cents. And, oh, mind you, I'm fucking 16 over here trying to sell a game that I'm not even supposed to have. Like, Left for Dead. Like, you have oh, to be 18 yeah. to buy that shit. <laughs> but anyways, I'm over here fucking coming in with my Left for Dead. <laughs> Let me see. Gears of War. <laughs> fucking, what else? What other games came oh, out? I can of? tell you right now, you're not getting shit for that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> but the disrespect... For, the for them to look me in the eye and the I'm audacity. over here thinking I leak. Hey, let me like just the, get twenty dollars for a fucking like game. Phrase of fucking pawn stars like the best I can do is this. Oh man, <laughs> the disrespect. My thing is if you're if you were trading me like a fantasy star online or like a soul reaver or like a freaking you know anything of that nature where it's like nobody ever brings it in but everybody asks for it every day. People are like, "Where's this game? It's sold out. I'm sorry. Where's this game? It's sold out. I'm sorry." Oh, hey, you know that game that you've been trying to sell that sold out? I have a mint copy right here with no scratches, no nothing. Yeah, dude, fucking 30, 40 bucks right here. Go. You know what I mean? Actually, good question. Thank you for bringing that up. Have you ever gotten anything rare that somebody wants to trade in? Like, rare. Yeah. That you were like, what's considered rare? Always, dude. Yeah, games with limited printing, games that were only released for certain consoles. Like Nintendo 64 type, like. Like nostalgic type stuff? Like super rare stuff, yeah. Like, I have this fight stick that was only made, like, limited like 30 you know but i don't need it anymore because i'm getting married i'm trying to get some money or something like that or oh, like hey i'm moving guys, you know like yeah <laughs> or hey wife is mad i've been collecting every single controller for the playstation since playstation released like every single one can i trade these in and like you know how much would i get for them and stuff like that and yeah. he's got like these exclusive ass fucking stuff where you're like up in the box or, yeah, like, or it's like still some like in the freaking you know wow. like everything yeah consoles like you see everything dude Remember one guy traded in literally all of his stuff, like hand down, and you have to look him in the face and be like, "Yo, you, you serious? Like, you, <laughs> and you down?" And he's like, "Nope." No, and he's like, "Nope." But my 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 girl, so dude, this one dude, right? He fucking was saying that he traded in that same guy with all the controllers. He had been he's a controller collector, like he's a big gamer, but he just loves controllers for some reason. He just likes the aesthetic of them. He has like one of those like fucking you know like those jewelry cases, or oh, the ones shit. you see at smoke shops. He has one of those in his house with just controllers. 
like lined up clean fucking some sewing box right he's like my wife me you're like we're getting married and he's just like i gotta sell this shit and i was just like oh you're selling your controllers bro like really she's making you sell your controllers he's like yeah so, I was like, but I was like, what is, what is she selling though? I'd be like, if the controllers can't stay, neither can you. Yeah, no. <laughs> she's, like, yeah, she's, yeah, like, like, she's not the one, bro. You sure? No, he's just like, yeah. I was like, well, what's she selling then? And she's just like, well, like, she hasn't really sold anything. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, I already sold my motorcycle too. And Ooh. I'm like, I was oh, like, and I was man. like, dude. I was like, she, damn she got you for going. the motorcycle and your controllers, bro. I was like, you need to stick up for yourself, homie. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And he's, that guy hey, money be tight out here, man. They're trying to get a house out yeah, here. And, Sheesh. Yeah, right. And he's just like, yeah, but she's just like, well, you we should have thought of that before you started wasting your money on stupid shit. Oh, and he was just like, damn, like, you know, he's like, you see where I'm at, bro? <laughs> yeah, you know, like. He came you, in as a man. He you, came you, out as a fucking <laughs> You know? He came out crawling, dude. Would you, would you guys, would you guys trade Sheesh. your valuable items for something like that if, like, your significant other wasn't, like, going halfway? I don't think I have like, anything. Like, fucking. I don't think, yeah, I don't have I don't anything, think I have anything as valuable, valuable like that. I don't think so, I have anything. Maybe not a value, but something where she's just like, you need to get rid of that, like, or, fucking like, ancient coin all, or something. If, if, like, you know? if my girl says, I can't do this podcast, I'm, I'm, it's over, dude. No, like, if she says, yeah, you need to sell your <laughs> microphones. This is something valuable, You have right? to sell your That's, microphones. Yeah. You have to sell, like, Look, all your equipment. I wouldn't even sell it, though. Think about this. Think, just think about this. This is something where you share some part of your life, right, on a podcast. You shared some part of your life. Not Maybe not everything. Just some things. And this could also cause problems, if you guys think about it. A podcast like this, if you're in a relationship, can cause problems because it could probably be on the aspect of the girl be like, okay, why are you telling people on the pod? Like, well, listen Wait to that. Like, you telling them some foul shit about exactly, your fucking relationship. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, like this happened in the bedroom or like oh, that. And she's just man. like, oh, no, it's like, it's a, it's a gentleman's game. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, freaking... yeah, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, like, I don't think there's anything. Did you get any valuable. backlash when you started the podcast from people? Nah, man. Honestly, it's been a lot of support. Like, I, I actually got no backlash. You'll get some backlash. You, I mean, well, but I mean, you like, would, but, but, but your guys' game, I think, is a little more like, it's a little more uncensored. We not even uncensored. I think it's more like, we don't, a little more flagrant. Like, you know, the stuff that you guys are talking about, it's a little more out there. And I think people, there's definitely, there's definitely an audience for it. But there's definitely an audience that's going to be opposed to it. Like, uh, it's a little harsh on the ears. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just got to kind of... Like, I mean, I'm fucking the type of guy that... Fuck, I like... I'll talk shit. I'll fucking talk whatever you want to talk about. But I definitely know that there's there's people that are a little more, like, timid. You know what I mean? They, they hear stuff and they'll be like, ooh. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's been people. a demographic. Huh? Like, I think... They hear, the demographic. They hear the podcast and they're like, oh, I know what they're about. But yeah, they're like, oh, man, if I go in it... I know how how the conversation is gonna go by, but am I gonna feel comfortable people knowing that I was in the podcast, and how they're gonna feel like you know my close friends or people that I have ties with outside? It, it's, it, it comes to the point where like how they feel if they do this, you know. And yeah. for us, it's not our feelings at all. It's like well, cool. Like, I mean, would you yeah. would you guys say it's safe to say if you're to do this type of you know go down this lane with the podcast or be a radio host? Would you say it's safe to say you kind of just kind of not, you kind of just can't give a fuck. Like you kind of really just have to. Not for real though. Well, I, I, told, just I told people like you're chilling with your, your boys opinion. and your friends and like you're all vibing, you're all chilling, you're saying some stuff and you're not thinking twice like really of like any kind of like, hey, I shouldn't have said that or anything like that because you're being authentic, you're being you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You're there with your friends, you know you're with like-minded people and you'd be chilling. So it's just the difference like he was saying is when the microphone kind of comes on, they're thinking, oh man, other people are going to listen to me. It's like. You shouldn't have to try to censor yourself at that point. You should just be vibing, chilling, and just speaking your piece, you know? People know what good and right is. Like, that's the thing. Like, okay, 
you're going to talk, you're going to say some shit that you might regret. Okay, at the moment, don't say it. That's why, that's all I tell people all the time. Don't say it. I mean, I said a bunch of shit. I don't regret anything I said, but mm -hmm. it's only selective. Like I t I'll tell people why I want them to know. And that's all I do. I don't tell them the things that they shouldn't I know about me. Well, it's yeah. all about having conversations too. Like we were talking with one of our, one of our old, um, you know, one of the guests that we had, his name was Joe. It's like about comedy. Same thing. People get, go to the comedy club and get super offended when it's kind of like you went to the show. It's not like he's just telling you, you his opinion. You, you should have yeah. known you signed up for. Yeah, like even here, it's like it's not that we're like straight telling you what to believe in or anything like that. We're having a conversation of just a bunch of different shit. So yeah. if something comes up where it's, you don't agree with it or anything like that, like come through and talk about it. Shout out to improv like, too, man. Fucking comedians, yeah, bro. Yeah, you guys, improv, all yeah. comedians, you guys are are doing the world a favor. Like, yeah, man. I was lucky enough to see Lil Duval, Michael Blackson, uh, Oh, Craig White? No, what's his name? No, oh, Craig, freaking um, Craig White. Craig oh, Robinson from the office. From the office, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I'm sorry, I gotta put respect on it. Craig Damn. what? Uh, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson, man, that yeah. motherfucker is bad, dude. He was playing the piano. Yeah, dude, I was there too, comment. man. You were yeah. there? Oh, yeah, I went to go see him too. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was tight. He's bad, dude. Yeah, he was. He was pretty dope. My last one was Bobby Lee. Oh, yeah, Bobby Lee was dude, dope too, that yeah. was another one I wanted to see. He, dude, Bobby Lee's hilarious. Which, he has a podcast. Which my mm -hmm. my friend saw him the same night at fucking uh, at La Vix by uh, oh shit by San Pedro Square. <laughs> it was I'm like, sure. and they and they told him like, bro, this food's shitty. Yeah, but this is the only food open right now at <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> it's like this is the only thing open. It's funny, like they took a photo, like they didn't even took a photo with him. Yeah, but I took a photo of him like as he's sitting behind him. Uh. He's wearing the most bitch. Don't talk to me. Fucking shades, <laughs> like shades on him. Mm -hmm. He could tell it's him, but nobody wanted to bother him. Like he was just like sitting that. in the corner there. And then that's when he's like, "Hey man, this food is, is not good. It's only what you drink." If it's I like, seen Bobby Lee, I'd be like, "Hey man, I loved you in Pineapple Express." Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I know he only had some lines. <laughs> I know he didn't even have that big a part in that shit. But like he was more towards the ending when he, I think he dies. Oh, he, he fucking mm -hmm. commits suicide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Fucking, but uh, no, for him, it's like it was well, good. laughing about it. Like he's he's, he's, he's <laughs> in Harold he's in Harold and Kumar too, but he's in a small last part. Harold and Kumar. Yeah, he's one of the Asian kids that Harold's like. Remember they go to the college and they're trying to look for weed, and then like oh, they end up hanging out with like yeah. those like really proper Asian yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that's just like, yeah, like my parents are out of town, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they see him later and he's got his shirt off and he's got the two giant bags of weed. And he's like, who wants to smoke some yeah. Buddha? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, comedians, man, they're saving the world. This thing too is like to, to your point though. Like you just gotta at some point just not give a fuck, man. You know you just have to speak your piece. Just they wouldn't be, be where they are if they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, you know. I think I think Killer Thoughts. It's a cult, and I think whenever we have a guest, they become part of the cult. Oh, Killer Thoughts. Yeah. Be careful with cults, man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, all right, but on on a real note, what 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 is a cult? What is a cult? What is a cult? So realistically, it's like a small group of people that are led by one person. Mm. You know, for whatever kind of general mindset so like let's say if you have a certain goal in mind everyone's going for that goal but the thing is about the goal is it's one person's goal. so is america a cult so you know is america a cult it's too big or no how so how big how, but well, who's right, who, right, yeah, yeah. who decides the size how, of how big does a cult need to be for it to stop being a cult that's a good point like at that point would you consider united states like a religion like or a nation like just, like just like patriotism it, so is that symbolizes would that be symbolized more closer to religion or more towards like duty and like I think it's kind both. of so if i was to like damn you're dropping you're dropping these bombs if i was to create like, like are you high like yeah right? <laughs> no, no, not yet not yet <laughs> no but if i was to be like wear a fucking a unicorn helmet 
and fucking tell people that they need to fucking drink sprinkles every day. And they started doing it. Yeah. And they start and they followed me. That is a cult. Yeah, you'd be in the sprinkle cult. You know? <laughs> or you, or you can call it the that, unicorn cult. Isn't there one guy that thinks that he's like Jesus Christ and he has like his own fucking cult and shit? Oh, hella people, dude. Yeah, right. Plenty of people. Yeah. So they so the whole idea is some people, it's fucked up. They think that they can pass on their divinity to other people, right? And they convince people to do that. But the only way for them to be able to pass their divinity is if that person is willing to like provide anything for that person. Like they have mm. to be connected one. So that's, so that's why a lot of people use it for like shady, like sex fucking cults and stuff like that, Money. where it's like you have to fuck me in order to get the divine, like the divine energy. <laughs> like the fuck? You know what I mean? Or it's another thing too. It's just like the only way for me to provide your family with food is if you basically, yeah, like provide me with something. Like, what's up? Like, give me you one. Know, like, give me, give me some property that you own. Is uh, Gabe gets... topical? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got my answer. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Uh, going back to the podcast, of course. Because I want, I want, I want, I want to pick your brain. So now, where you're standing right now, mm-hmm. I, I see your progress. Hmm. Like really consistent, mm-hmm. you are being really consistent. I don't agree, but yes. No, no, I've seen. I mean, don't be too modest, man. I don't <laughs> like taking compliments either. I, I hate, it, I hate taking sure. compliments myself. I don't like it. They're trying to get me drunk, so if you guys don't find me, it was that it was in the Romero studio. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know what I mean. Like you are, yeah, you are uh, consistent. Yeah, right. Thank I you. see that you are consistent. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I gotta reach. I gotta reach. Um. What's, like right now, what's your next move? Not, not your goal, right, per se, but like your next move. Well, see, that, that's, that's why I, I appreciate the compliment, but I have, I'd have to disagree because I would say the next move is to be consistent. Because I put out to... Just, just take my compliment. I, no, I just definitely do. No, right. I de- no, I definitely do. <laughs> no, I definitely will take the compliment. Thank you. But I'm saying at the same time, the next move is to be consistent. Also, get a studio space. I think I definitely see in the future, uh, the near future, uh, and fucking just run it, man. Just and in my like, I feel like every like the podcasters that I've met, um, including you guys, like I feel mm-hmm. like everybody's kind of in their own lane, and everybody just needs to fucking dominate their lane. You know yeah, I mean? it's, it's like a good point someone said. It's like it's almost like TV where everyone is a different channel. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it, you don't like one channel, you just flip it real quick. Exactly. And you go over, it, and then like one time, like you're not digging that one, you flip back to Killer Thoughts, or you go over yeah, here, like yeah. And and I think um, the great thing about uh, you know us even connecting is like mm-hmm. uh, San Jose community is so small. You know what I mean? And if well, they're right, it's true. It is really small. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like I mean, almost everybody knows somebody. You know, um, and if. If I could fucking extend my hand or, you know, if somebody did the, the same for me, like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I could mm-hmm. help somebody, my whole point of the Player Moves podcast is just to help people, you know what I mean? And, and that's even it, saying if I could help them. But at the same time, like, I know people are going to be listening and find inspiration just how I found inspiration off of The Breakfast Club. You know what I mean? Or, like, I, how I find inspiration off of uh joe rogan or um so you're saying else? that you want people to, to bring your bottles to the podcast like charlamagne i like drake, <laughs> <laughs> I like drake to send me bottles. yeah i mean i just i i've always had this this vision of like what i wanted to do and how i was going to do it and it's now like, i'm just trying to execute what it seems like you want to be like an anchor of hey you guys can come here if you guys need help with something that's I think we do share that ideology. I just wanna I just wanna aspire. I see yeah. I feel like just giving people a space to come and talk That's in general, really... like it's it's it does a lot for sure. How many times in your guys' lives have you had like 
like um, a moment where you wanted to do something, but you didn't know how to do it? Oh, plenty. It's like as a kid, creative. I started my band when I was 15 years old. I think that's fucked and up. And then like the whole thing was finding shows, doing all this stuff. Like Or like, no, no, but like saying, um, or like my point is like how many times have you uh, hit a barrier where like you wanted to do something, but you didn't know how to do it and you didn't have anybody to ask or like you were into, and mm-hmm. this is very personal too. Like, no, of course. No, I, yeah, I've, like, I've definitely been in positions with no, my life it, where bro. like I'll like want to do something but i'm too intimidated to like reach out for help and be like hey how do you do this you know what i mean and and the times that i have done it there's been people that i'll fucking rub like shoulder me off like oh fuck you so even like with this podcast it's it's, it's a good point because like to your point like you're saying you kind of needed that push that little bit of kind of like inspiration for me i had just lost my job at that point, I had left, like, you know, like, part, what was my career at was that point? Was it a good job or a shitty job? Yeah, it was a shitty job. All right. But, good like, the thing was, like, it was good money, but shitty job. It was bad yeah. for me, you yeah. know? But, like, the whole thing is I was just constantly thinking, like, fucking, how can I, like, do something that's going to be, like, what I want to do passionate? Like, I want to be a part of the community. I want to be talking to people. And, like, I was thinking, like, you know, because, like, I had a video game background, I was like, I can stream. Like, I can do stuff like that. But I was like, do I really want to fucking stream, though? Like, and I remember I kept talking to my friends. I'd be like, yo, like, fucking, I want to stream, but I'm not doing this stuff. Like, I don't even think people would care. And they're like, but how do you know that until you actually start putting content out? Like, how can your viewers actually know if they don't like you until they can decide themselves that they don't like you? Like, you're telling yourself that they're just not going to like you. And I was like, yeah. well, that's a fucking good point. I was like, how do we even start with that? And it wasn't until, like, we were talking, I think, about Batman one day. My friend's just like, dude, like, you'd be great on a podcast, dude. And the same thing. I'm like, fuck, man, like, that would be cool. But, like, what do I even fucking do? Like, what, you buy a microphone? Cool. But then I don't even have a computer at that point. Like, I don't have anything. Like, I don't have any knowledge. It's like, I can do music editing. But, like, as far as, like, talking to people, like, I'm a, I was a shy motherfucker, too. Like, I don't even like talking to people. But, like, it helped me get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So I'm just like, man, dude, like, I freaking need to start doing this. But to your point, like, it's how do you do it? Yeah, like, what's exactly. step number one? And so, like, how do you actually get in there? And, like, to my point, like, was the way I got kind of started was same thing. Friend just giving me that push. And then having that friend in my corner that was just like, hey, what? I'll be your first caster. I'll be there with you. Like, let's do this together. And shout out to Trunk. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah Trunk Tr- 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 was my guy. Yeah. Homie. Freaking, yeah, we probably wouldn't be here recording if it weren't for Trunk. That's real shit, you know, man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's honestly just, like, being the, the, the bridge in the gap. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. bridging the gap. Um, I, I, I always want to be that person because, I mean, I, I feel like, uh, for me personally, everything in my life, like, I had to fucking dive head first and eat shit. I ate shit every time. I had to like um, make the mistakes and learn from my mistakes either because I was too prideful to ask for help mm-hmm. or I, when I did ask for help, they didn't want to help me. So at that point, you, you just kind of got to make your own way. And like when there's people like Angel and yourself, like where I could reach out and be like, hey, like, what do I need? And I get an answer. I'm a, I'm going to be mm-hmm. forever grateful. And also, I'm going to actually use that advice and fucking get it going. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, to did I answer your question already? The um, what I, what I wanted to do next? No. Yeah, just kind of. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you said, I mean, you're so you're a very proud guy. Uh, because I can tell you, I'm a very proud person too. Hey, man, I'm a very proud guy proud, too as well, man. Proud or prideful? I think both. Okay. Because I, I, it, it takes me a while for me to to accept help. Yeah. Like, a, you That's know, yeah, prideful. Too. I think. Yeah. Um, I think after I did shrooms, it was a ego killer. Like at this point, I'm not very prideful at all. Like I, I think you should have a, some pride, you know, but you can't be a dick and like. That's, well, that's true. There yeah. was a point of at least at the beginning, before 
this pod even existed where like I had people looking up to me on the like art art side yeah. of it, and just they're like, "Oh man, you're so collected, you're so put together." And then I personally like, "No, I'm not a good example. Like, don't put me in that pedestal because I'm not." Yeah. And to this day, I'm telling you right now, like, I don't like when people do that. Like, hey man, like, I, I you know, you're this to me, but I'm like, no, dude. Like, I appreciate finding words and encouragement to do things because of whatever I told you, but it's because. I fucked up, and I tell you what I did to not, to, or I'm telling you not, what not to do, mm-hmm. so you don't do the same thing. That's all there is, just experience, you know. And and it's like, no, but you're like this. I'm like, dude, don't put me. I I, I just don't like when to this day I don't like when people do that. Um, and I still have some people that see me in that way, and for that it's kind of a little, you know, it's a little uh, concerning at least on my side. Yeah, you know. See, how do you th- how do you feel ego plays into it? You know, um, especially like, especially with you just being by yourself, you know, like bringing another person in, like, could you consider having a co-host or anything like that? For or, sure. No, or would I, you be like, no, this is like my project right here. You no, know? I definitely could see that. Um, when I talk about ego, I'm just saying like in general, like, you know, I, uh, like I've always been very friendly, but you know, pride, pride has probably been my downfall in the past years mm-hmm. and what's kind of prevented me from growing and progressing in life you know what i mean because i'm just always like oh, i gotta do it my way that's the biggest like, i gotta i gotta i'm gonna do it my way i'm gonna figure it out da, 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 da. but like when you you know when you extend yourself to other people and when you put yourself out there i mean you you get places man like it's it makes things a little easier and it, things don't mm-hmm. have to be as hard as you make it out to be like things are gonna be as hard as you want it to be you know what i mean i think um, that's, that's still to this day we talk about this i mean you mm-hmm. that was it's still a lot of people who are in the art scene and just in general they are very... Shout out the RC, man. Some fucking talented people. I'm literally... I'm about, yeah, to, right? I'm about to go darker. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go dark. No, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of people that, to this day, still have a lot of pride. Oh, Like, for sure, literally man. a lot of pride. Uh, it's yeah. only my way or no way. You know what I mean? And that's pretty much... And that's kind of what slows the, the scene down. Yeah. With people, man. Um, but, I mean, like, I think with, with art, man, like... It's like a different game, right? Like you're creating something and you're, it depends, I guess, on the person's point of view too. Like if I'm creating something, I'm going to put it out there. If you don't like mm-hmm. it, fuck you. I mean, yeah, it's not for it's you. It's a little more reaction. If, if you like it, cool. And uh, I think um, I think you're definitely going to find people like prideful um, when it comes to that scene too. I'm, I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people. So I was like that. Dude. I was like, <laughs> but I mean, I think, no, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think that's just the truth with everything. Not even just with art. It's with the, with anything you do. You know, if you put, if you put some, something out in the world, I mean, actually, I guess it just, it's your, just your point of view. It depends on yeah. how you see. Yeah. I guess it depends on the mm-hmm. person really. I was in the dark side of the fucking scene. I sometimes would share that. It was, it was, I don't know. I, I just had like a bitter taste on my end. So for me, it was, uh, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I had like a bitter taste on my side where I am like, you know what? If I can prevent a, like a fucking younger fucking generation who's coming into the scene and help him out and maybe make him see him differently the way I saw it, for me, that's a win. Mm-hmm. You know, come in, extend my arms. Hey, man, you want to you wanna showcase here? Let's do it. You know, you're good. Oh, you never done it? Don't worry, man. I got you. Like, I'll introduce you to some people that you should definitely talk to. And then you know, and then you know, you get your, you get your shit out there, and yeah. and like like that. Where I came in when I was starting my shit, 
And nobody wanted to fuck with me because, like, oh, I don't know who you are. Or I don't know who you know. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, okay, so I had to, like, mm-hmm. grind my own self to get into these shows. And then yeah. when that happened, I even, even then I still didn't feel accepted because I felt like I was, like, isolated. Like, I was, like, there, but not there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people were like, oh, cool stuff, cool art, but not, like, hey, like, I have this thing going on. You want to, like, function or do something? Because it was that idea of, like, oh, you guys don't know who that person is. We shouldn't should fuck with them because we don't know him, right? Yeah. So that's which the thing. Is whack, man. Which is whack. Mm-hmm. Which is whack. People don't know better. It's like, people don't know better, man. They need but, to be taught that type of shit. And then now it's like, whenever I personally have a chance, like, hey, man, when somebody comes to me and asks for something, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I got you. Like, what do you need? Like, I'll I help you out. Yeah. Um, fucking, I, there's times I gave fucking younger kids, like, art supplies that I had. Like, oh, you trying, you're into art? All right, here's this, this, this. Like, pursue it. Do it. No, my shit is shitty. Who cares? Draw every day. Draw every day, whatever you're drawing, whatever you're painting, just keep doing it. And then, you know, one day, who knows, man? You'll probably be, mm-hmm. I'll probably be working for you. See, but, <laughs> yeah, see, right? like, that, that, all right, so, for example, yeah, like, uh, somebody young, like me, not knowing any better, being naive, like, if somebody would told me, keep trying, keep doing better, um, when I was, like, 14, I'm going to be like, yeah, whatever. You know, I, like, I'm not going to take that advice because that's the pride. Yeah. And some people carry that pride until they're fucking 30, 20, 30, 40. You know what yeah, I mean? It just so it's just, going. I think what happens is it's all based off your experience. Like, until one day they fucking realize that they're not going anywhere because their pride is fucking interfering with, you know, yeah. their progress. You know, it, it nothing's going to change. Like... That's the thing that sucks. That people are going to just be prideful until that day comes. And sometimes it takes years, man. Like, luckily, I, I went through some fucked up shit in my um, early 20s that really, like, killed my fucking pride. And, you know, experience is really just what, it, mm-hmm. what does it for you. Yeah. It does it for a person, I would I would think, personally speaking. Um, but... Yeah, man, it's, it's it's funny that you say that you're like almost like luckily, you know, because even these yeah, things like sure, it's not man. necessarily people, some people wouldn't consider it luck to be like, really? Like you're thankful for these things. But at some point, like to your point, like experiences really shape you. Like yeah, even dude. me being in my Real's car character. accident, like I told people, I was like, I literally almost died. Yeah. But I still consider myself lucky, you know, for that experience. They're like, you, you, you like you're thankful for being in that car crash. It's just like I'm not thankful for a car crash, but yeah, I'm thankful for that. the results of what happened after like being a little more awoke, you know, like to myself, not necessarily to the world around me, but understanding what I needed for myself, you know, yeah. like to your point, kind of like having that ego kill a little bit, yeah. being able to kind of focus more on what's important, what your, what your ideals are, what really matters to you yeah, as opposed man. to like, you know, to your, what you guys are saying, not asking for help at some point, you got to stop, but like take a step back, look at everything and be like, fuck, you can't do it alone. You know, I agree. Um, you can't man. Car, car crashes are fucking, yeah, no joke, man. They are no joke. Like, I'm, I'm not proud to say I've been in a few. Me too. But like, <laughs> sadly, it's like every time I came out of it, I was a little more grateful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a little more. I I I went in. I got into um, a car a little more cautiously every time. Of course, yeah. Like after, but it's it, it definitely will do something to you, man. Experiences. It's all about experiences. Anybody that that's trying to figure something out or do something. Or doesn't know like the outcome. Like I suggest that you experience it and you fail. I would, ex- I would recommend that you fail at whatever the fuck you're trying to do. If you're trying to be a guitar player, go fail. If you're trying to be an artist, go fail. If you're trying to be a podcaster, go fail. Because 
out of that failure, you're going to pick up something and you're going to learn either what you're doing or what you need to do or that it's not meant for you and you should pick up something else. Yeah, or mm-hmm. let's just say, you know what? I fucking tried that shit and it didn't work. Exactly. It's, 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 it's humbling. You know? It's very yeah, humbling. Yeah. And you watching you play the guitar earlier is like that was tight, man. Like I can't do the shit that this fucker does. That takes skill. I know it's bro. fucking mm-hmm. very skillful. And See? and can I can I do that? Probably with some time. But for to watch him do it, I'm just you know, like amazed. Like whoa, that's fucking. This is me all about Alejandro. It's a lot of things. Uh, first off, damn. All right, let me have it. <laughs> yeah, first you know? off, uh, this fucker can do a lot of things. He's talented. <laughs> Straight up, a lot of fucking things. I'm just like, where the fuck you been, bro? And why have I not met you earlier in life? Like that ass. Yeah, like, this guy is really mm-hmm. humble. Like, it, I introduced him to my friend circle, dude. Right away, like we love that dude. Like, please bring him more often. Feel like we're gonna, we're gonna talk to him. He's very mm-hmm. like, come here, homie. Like, we open arms. He's down to so, show you things. You know, he's down to like explain to you whatever you're asking a question. Hey man, he's down to he still was me, giving me twenty five cents for a game, so I don't know. But you know, what? I'm glad you broke it down for what me. Whatever, like, like you actually mm-hmm. interacted with him in a game. So I probably did. Dude, no, already, I probably did. That's right. Fucking because take my game. Gears of War, please. Because somebody mentioned that to me, like. Because I think you brought it up at one of my one of my house parties, and then said, so, "You know, I've seen that dude before, but I don't know where." They're like, "Oh, he's the war against stop." Fucking which game stop though? Which oh, a lot of them. So throughout the Bay Area, which one were you at? Like, my my store, like my store, was the one downtown on Coleman. So like right oh, behind the fucking Shark Tank. Like, never went down there. Yeah, so that was that was my store. But then you were store manager. That, yeah, so nice. pretty much that store. I was over Smashburgers? at the plant. Yeah, Smashburger right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the plant. So fucking, I used to have that store, and I used to do Snell and Branham. So fucking, just like Snell right down the and way. Branham, Snell and Branham. It's right there next oh, to the Safeway. Next to the fucking, Safeway and Jamba Juice. Yeah, it's like right there in the corner. Yeah. Wow, I never went to that one either. I um would um mainly go to Eastridge and Capital. Um, fuck, what is that? It's like Capital Expressway. You know where mm-hmm. the Ben's dealership is across yeah. from it. Yeah, I would go to those, and they oh, would yeah, fucking is, jug me. Is Eastridge like considered like a full store? No, it's a small store. It's a small store. Yeah, right? my friend used to own that store. Yeah. Or not own it, but he was ran it, rather. Yeah. You know, yeah. So you were a store manager, though. Yeah, I was a store How'd manager. How'd you like yeah. that? Oh, it feels great, dude. I got every single console for free. What the fuck? Yeah, Fucking so piece of shit. Are I you got serious? The Xbox ones. I got the Xbox One Elite for free. I got the PlayStation 4 Pro for free. Wait, I got wait, the wait, Nintendo wait, wait, Switch. Wait, wait, wait. This is just a b- uh, employee benefit? So it's uh, as a manager, not employee benefit. So you got to be a manager. So the thing is, they basically, because you've slaved, you know, you freaking do all this stuff, you run your store, and you're basically part of the gaming industry, basically Microsoft sends you a free console so that you can play the games and you can sell the games to people. So what you're saying says, is that if I make it, I'm scared. Yeah, right? No, yeah, so, <laughs> to that level. so as a GameStop manager, yeah, you'll get free consoles. So I basically got the Xbox wow. One, I got the PS4, I got the PSVR, I got the Switch. So you're saying whatever... Um, like, I got everything for free. So the guys that are there right now, managers, they'll get the PS5. It, it depends on if they make it to conference because they give you all that at conference is like the big celebration at the end of quarter four okay. where they send you across the country quarter different four, places. we're talking so, about like December time? Yeah, kind of like yeah, around that time. Isn't that what so they went to Vegas? Actually, it's in February, yeah. So they, they sent us to Vegas the last one I they went to. They fly yeah. you out there? Yeah. We GameStop stayed, flies you out to Vegas? So we stayed in the Venetian in a suite fucking for a week all paid. Did I apply for GameStop yeah. and they didn't call me back? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I ended up at Shoe Palace. And I became a store manager there. I never. I fucking loved it. I fucking hate a retail. So which which shoe palace was it? Uh, It was. I was at the Oak Ridge one. Started at Oak Ridge, and then became a store manager at East Street. I I hear. I hear shoe palace is a fucking grind though. I worked at Palo Alto, a jewelry store. Jewelry store. 
You get free jewelry? No. Oh, fuck no. This guy's getting PS5s. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn it. The, only, the most I got was like a fucking... Uh, uh, some cufflinks that were like 500 bucks. As a gift. Oh, my, but it was my, my farewell. Oh, must be nice. Like, bye. You ready? I quit. So I was like, I'm out. Dude, dude fuck, I hate fucking... Dude. Fuck retail, man. Retail, it's like, you gotta be so fucking fake to people just to sell shit. At least on my end, I was dealing with like rich pricks coming in, you know, entitled people fucking asking for the most stupidest shit, wearing a lot of fucking jewelry that was worth of a fucking house yeah. in the fucking Bay Area. I'm just like, how are you rich? And how are you having money? Like, I don't understand, bro. See, you know what I mean? I think with sales, it's definitely not for some people. Nope. I think some people just have a fucking natural, like, fucking... Sells like they are the sales pitch, you know what I mean? Like they, they just, they just sell shit. Like I've seen people that are just fucking incredible sales people, and um, I'll sell you. Yeah, they could probably sell you used condom. You even know. And some people, and then at the most part, you (laughs) don't even gotta fucking sell. Like a lot, like you say, you rich people go into that jewelry store. I'm pretty sure they were just in there to fucking buy. Did you have people that probably went in there to uh, like window shop? I saw the dark shit too. I saw like dark shit. Guys coming in with their mistresses one day and their wives the next day. (laughs) Oh damn! And the people that start knowing about it, they had separate accounts for that for that dude. It was like damn, but they don't care because it's all about the sale, dude. Because they get commission out of everything they sell. They'd be like, "I'm sorry, Miss Ramirez." (laughs) (laughs) I got to sell this watch. But this (laughs) this is the pattern, bro. Like, they'll come in, they'll get like. Maybe the most the ridiculous shit I saw from this guy was he was a logistic manager for Bank of America. So he was in charge of a lot of Bank of Americas, right? So he came in, he got like a fucking necklace that was worth like one hundred twenty thousand dollars for his girlfriend, his mistress. Then the next day he comes in with his wife, got her the same necklace but with a bigger rock. Damn. And I was just like, okay. Gotta know your place, the, bitch. Like, Damn, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so the wife is treated a little better. And then that's when I was just like talking to the girl who made this out. She was like, hey, so what the fuck's going on here? She was like, oh, yeah, he's been with his girl for the past six years. And his wife doesn't know shit. Like, oh, no. And you wouldn't feel like morally bad. You know what I'm saying? She was like, uh, he got me one too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was like, oh, uh, well, yeah, but like you know, it's store policy. We can't see shit. I'm like, wow. Damn, but what if the sales associate just really did him dirty? And was like, isn't that the Bro, same one you got? That girl that day got like six thousand dollar commission Ooh. plus her check. Oh yeah, she wasn't saying so shit. She wasn't oh yeah, she wasn't she saying, saying shit. shit. No, yeah, she was like, like, that's enough fuck. to keep Dude, my mouth quiet. <laughs> I mean, those girls get fl- flying to France to get trained for shit. They they get they go to like special events. That's why I'm trying like to go. I'm trying to go to France. You know what I mean? I mean, I can understand mm. why her fucking grind is, and I appreciate it. But sometimes I see it, I'm just like, it's too much, bro. Like, they fake so much. They do a lot of research on their clients. Pretend like they give a fuck about their interests. Well, that much high-end retail, too. Like, you're kissing a lot of ass, for sure. Oh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. It's like, if you buy this one piece of jewelry, like, I'm set, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's and, like, and that's, that's, that's my car payment right dude, there, you know? Like, like, like for the, days. Uh, like, it's like the mob, bro. Like, they don't fuck with each, with, with each other's clients. Like, don't. Oh, one right. of them, if one of them is off and the client comes in to buy, she'll help the client, this older girl. But she will she not take the commission. Damn. She can't. Because hmm. that would be, like, murder, bro. Should be dead. That's uncut gems right there, dude. Oh man! You guys seen that? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, dude, one of the fucking most dope movies I've seen in most recent. Like, roles, dude, recently. I like Adam, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is probably yeah. the yeah. Sick, like fucking Adam Sandler. I was watching Waterboy. 
Fucking Happy Gilmore. Happy like, Gilmore. Yeah. Good, Big Daddy. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Good, Those are classic Gatorade. movies, man. I'm a huge movie fan. <laughs> Dude, and I love movies too, man. You guys like what movies? No, yeah. I'm a big movie guy too. I watch. I'm like, dude, Adam Adam Sandler. I don't know if you've seen. It's a movie called Rain Over Me. It's Never. with Don Cheadle. Never seen. It's it. Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler, and it's basically uh, Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle were uh, roommates in college when they're in dental school, but then Don Cheadle becomes a successful as dentist, and he's in New York, and he sees Adam Sandler, and he's like, "Whoa, isn't that my boy from like college?" And he goes and he sees him, and it turns out he's like losing his mind because his family died. Whoa. So then, like, he's living by himself, and he's doing all stuff, and Don Cheadle's trying to, like, help him out, and, like, bring him back out of his shell, because he's a smart-ass dude. He's a doctor, you know? Yeah. He's a dentist, rather, and fucking... He's just like, dude, like, I got you, and it's, like, the story about him fucking being with his bro and, like, trying to bring him out of when his darkness. Yeah. In, like, 2000 and, like, six or seven. What the fuck? fuck? It was at a time movie? when no one gave a fuck about Adam Sandler, and it was, like, one of his first, like, kind of, like, serious roles where he was actually not being funny, like, he was actually being an actor, you know? Yeah. I... Dude, yeah, I've... I can't even, man. I right when I say I'm a fan of somebody, then you fucking drop a bomb on me like that. Never seen that. That sounds incredible, though. Remember, it was a Damn, time that's a good movie. He, yeah. It took really so many fucking movies. We were like, how is he getting funds for his fucking movies? Mm-hmm. You just keep throwing movies out. I mean, he's a. Like, I mean, oh, wow. dude, he's a fucking. He's an icon. Like he employed all his, he his, his best a, movies. He employed all, all his friends. Like he oh, made really? his friends oh. famous. A lot of his friends are what made him famous. What's the name of mm-hmm. his uh? uh Ma- Madison films or what? No, oh, it's a Happy Madison. Happy Madison, like isn't yeah. that his? I mean, no, that's I his. Know. No, yeah, it's his. Oh, it's it is his. That's yeah. his company. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. That's so why it's Happy Gilmore and uh, Billy Madison. He just put Happy Madison. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, shit! Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, bro, uh, what's the Billy uh, Madison? Yeah, Billy Madison is on the cool best movie. You pee your pants for sure. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's a beast. I love Billy Madison. Was he on uh, Bench Warmers? I don't think he was. No, he wasn't. Bench Warmers. He wasn't. That would have been funny though. That was that was Rob Snyder. And which he was in a lot of movies of his. Yeah, a lot of movies. That was movies were were up there at that time, man. That's like what two thousand, yeah, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Nacho Libre, oh, Nacho Libre. Yeah, dude, Nacho Libre is dope, dude. Napoleon Dynamite. It's like he got a lot of those movies, man. Yeah, those movies. Were so that good. movie, Napoleon Dynamite, was it had a really low budget. Yeah, dude. Napoleon. It, it oh, was a sure. lot of people that were not even famous. Like they, there was a big risk. With that movie. What's funny is that apparently, like, they weren't making any money, so, like, he was just playing, like, Xbox Live one day, and then when the movie finally started getting popular, and, like, the dude that plays Napoleon, everyone's just like, you know what, you sound like Napoleon from Napoleon Dynamite, and he's just like, oh, fuck, I am Napoleon from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah, okay. like, that? You know? I, that guy's funny, too. He's, yeah, John he Heater. Couple, yeah. He has a couple good movies. Um, no, like, it's funny, when, when he was first starting to get popular, yeah, he's just like, oh, wait, I am Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I forgot a fucking statue <laughs> on, uh, on the actual fucking uh, Universal Studios. Really? Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's his own Shout fucking out, statue there. That's hilarious, dude. Fucking, well, I don't know. Yeah, Honestly, man. I'm gonna say this. I fucking, I'm, I'm like the fact that you're here. Oh man, I'm ha- glad li- to be here, man. Literally, like, shows fuck, man. Yeah. I don't know. It was either gonna happen. Either you were gonna invite us to your, to your podcast. For sure. Oh, you guys or, know, or, already fucking know. Or it was gonna mm-hmm. come here. For sure. Maybe another day. But, uh, I mean, the only thing I want to see is like what's gonna be next for you, man. Like, just, just keep going up. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be stagnant, stagnant too long. Like I, uh, I haven't really put anything out. I have interviews. Shout out Thomas and shout out Ruby. I still have Ruby's uh, other interview and who else? Shout out Christian. I got a couple interviews that um, I wanted to put out, but there's like little things. Like I'm very like, I like critique myself, you know, very harshly. Mm-hmm. Like especially because I just want to put out stuff where they look great. Like I don't want to. I don't want anything affecting the interview like for for christians uh it's like um there was some background noise i didn't like that uh for uh my boy thomas's uh 
I felt like I could have just um, conducted a way better interview. Like the interviews, mm-hmm. the, the questions I could have gave him could have been mm-hmm. uh, so much better. And he, you know, really showcased him. I mean, regardless, I'm gonna put that interview out, and he's gonna look great because he's a beast. Like this guy's like a one hustler. Like sales people, mm-hmm. man, that's a sales fucking guy. Yeah. But um, and and Ruby, me and her just have an episode that I just haven't put out yet, uh, which is gonna be coming soon. But like, yeah, just uploading interviews. I want to get a better spot. Um, just you know, just gonna. Well, keep why going are you currently up. recording? Out of a garage, kind of similar to this. Nice. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, pretty much like <laughs> this. I mean, I guess that's where it starts. Right? That's all you, you just, need, man. That's all you I, need. The office space, man. I think that's definitely gonna be the next move. Um, so if you guys want to get a warehouse or something, and you know, you guys get Tuesdays, Thursdays, I get Mondays, Wednesdays. We could do something like that. Yeah, dude, for real, but, man. I see that. Yeah, hey, that, and that's man. on. Hey, and that's on record too. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I that's how it goes, man. I mean, I mean that shit. It's a record. We'll but just, um, we'll just decorate a, uh, two walls with our really? different setups, and then we just switch the cameras. It's really how <laughs> yeah, right? really we're gonna do. Flip it around. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, just this is dope. Fucking podcasts are yeah, just my favorite. Time, I don't man. give a fuck who listens to anything, man. Like I, I like podcasts. Our our listeners are really random. It's. I don't know. It's kind of like a weird audience. It's diverse, man. That's diverse how we like it, though. That's how we like it, yeah. Yeah, man. It's a lot of Tell your friends. You do. Yep. That being said, man, I feel like we, we were getting some good time right here, man. Yeah, hell so yeah. So one last thing about Angel is he, he talks about all these things. You know what? When I met this guy, when I first met him, I'd always tell him, I'd be like, I love you, bro. I'll see you later. And he'd give me this weird look. What, what the fuck? He would literally say, he'd be like, what the fuck? His twin brother, too. I'd be like, yo, JJ, I love you, bro. Oh, shit. And I didn't then, believe like, you had a twin brother. <laughs> yeah, he has a twin brother, yeah. Surprise. Shout out to JJ. <laughs> crazy. So fucking I'd tell him, and he'd be like, what the fuck, dog? Like, you okay? You know, I'd be like, whoa, you're making me feel weird, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm so used to just telling people I appreciate Later. you, I love you, you know what I mean? Like, hey, my so bro's like, growing, growing as a Mexican, come in, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of tough love, bro. At least I had hey, a lot I, of tough love. I got tough love, too. I had to learn to love, man. So pretty much I went out there, <laughs> like, you need to learn to love, man. But gradually hanging out with this dude, like, no, for sure, man. Like, you realize that, you know, it's like, we all got love for each other. So then bringing people in here, man, gotta say, I got mad love for you, too, man. Uh, like, yeah, it was man. a good time being out here, dude. Yeah, it's all love, bro. For sure. Yes. This is this is great. This is great. I got to get the sticker for the table. Oh, Email yeah, man. podcast. Bam. So for the listeners out there, where can they check your podcast or your personal handle? Oh, shit. This or who do you want to plug, I've done this. Yeah. Uh, so YouTube, uh, PMO podcast, Player Moves Only podcast. Um, you can find me. On Instagram and everything, I think else is the same. Uh, Isaac I S S A C underscore P M O. And yeah, man, well, we're definitely gonna get a killer, killer podcast fucking interview. That's gonna be dope. I, I think I feel like we gotta dive deep into like the origins of everybody and just Jesus like Christ. how this shit comes about. You know, what yeah, I mean? this is this shit's unique. Let me like, go. Let me go to therapy first. Now. I know. Hey, yeah, right. about, hey, <laughs> man, hey, I'll be the therapist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, for Angel, all you need is a joint. A michelada, and then fucking what else you need to get loose? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Lucy Goosey. Like, ah, hey, you see me? I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, and then, uh, much love to you guys. What, what can they check you, Alejandro? Uh, you can find me at a Ramirez four ninety three on Instagram and basically everything. You can also find me at the Closing Staff Podcast and Killer Thoughts Podcast as well. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Same here. Shout check out Killer out. Podcast. Yep. Killer Thoughts. Check podcast. me out on Killer Thoughts again. Follow Isaac on the PMO yeah. Player Moves Only Podcast, and stay tuned for the next podcast. Uh, just a reminder, guys, stay safe out there, make smart decisions, not dumb decisions, and make sure you guys take care of each other, uh, and have a good day. COVID-free. Yeah, right, COVID-free. Stay See safe out there, the everybody. So I'll, I'll be Joel today. Hey, Google, <laughs> play Killer Thoughts on Spotify. <laughs> <That's sick. laughs>